This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, July 6, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. While the United States broadly has a more permissionless regulatory system, regulators in Europe have already made moves to hamstring the development of artificial intelligence. Cato's Jennifer Huddleston explains how Europe's data privacy rules threaten the development of promising new technology. If you look over the the proposals that are being offered in the United States to regulate AI, they are extremely broad, betraying perhaps a lack of understanding of what AI is and isn't by U.S. lawmakers and their staffs. But none of these have really moved in a significant way. But Europe has gone much further with their attempt to regulate AI. What's the difference between the two approaches so far? Europe has traditionally had a much more regulatory approach, a much more precautionary approach when it comes to new technologies. The idea of if you're going to launch something new and innovative, you need government's permission first. Whereas in the U.S., we've traditionally for a lot of technologies had a much more permissionless approach, an approach that says if you're an innovator with a product that you think consumers would like, that you're able to launch that product in the market and let consumers experience with, of course, a, a couple of very significant exceptions around things like transportation technology, medical technology. But when we're talking about kind of general purpose technology, we've seen these two very different approaches. One of the things we're starting to see play out right now is this coming up in the context of AI or artificial intelligence. And it's coming up in two different ways. On the one hand, you have things like the European proposal for the AI Act that is looking at governing technology, governing this technology specifically, which, as you described, Caleb, in and of itself is a very broad array of things. But then you're also having this other unique circumstance arise where you're starting to see some of the consequences of the more regulatory approaches that Europe has taken play out in the development of artificial intelligence technology. One really notable example of this recently has been concerns about conflicts between the GDPR, which is Europe's data privacy law, and whether or not these AI technologies can launch in Europe because of compliance concerns with this law. So to the extent that Europe has undertaken this regulatory approach or has continued its regulatory approach into this new area, How does that impact the development of technology elsewhere? I think it's really a question of what that means, both for the development of the technology in general, as well as for the accessibility of the benefits of various technology. For example, we're already seeing certain popular generative AI programs get paused for the European market. So we've seen this most recently with Google and their BARD service, where the Irish Data Protection Commission kind of put a a pause on that, considering some different compliance issues with GDPR. We've also seen this previously with Italy and the initial launch of ChatGPT, where there are a lot of questions there. But then there's also this question of not only how does this impact European innovators, but what does this mean for the innovation more generally? What does this mean in terms of are we of the impact this is going to have on American companies and what they may or may not be able to do with their product if they're trying to take kind of a one-size-fits-all approach? What does that then mean for American consumers? Are they going to see de facto changes to the technologies they have because companies are seeking to comply with Europe and make their, their 
technology compliant with these existing regimes? And then also this kind of broader question of what does this mean for the future of innovation more generally? Are we going to lose all of the the benefits of these new creative ideas that normally would be able to to find their market that now are having to go through regulatory red tape instead? And does that then discourage innovators from going into certain fields that that may prove to be highly important? And Europe's a big market. So I would imagine that the impulse to invest a lot in developing that technology, even in the United States, might be muted somewhat if the understanding ex ante is that Europe is simply either not going to be interested or is going to try to regulate that technology to death. I think we've seen this in other areas emerge. As I mentioned with data privacy, we've all, we've seen Europe kind of emerge with a much more regulatory approach than the U.S., but at a certain point, there becomes this kind of question of, as you said, what does this mean for these global co- companies? Are we going to see companies actually pull out of the European market, or are we going to see them instead seek to comply in a way that could impact Americans who had had this more preferable permissionless free market approach? Don't we see something similar? I mean, j- just as a broader issue, not specifically with respect to AI, just the the idea that countries that whose governments aren't particularly friendly to their citizenry or want to monitor their citizenry more directly, the fact that companies are playing ball with governments like that, you know, that switch could be flipped in countries that are relatively freer like ours. So we've seen two things kind of emerge at different times, depending on the particular technology and depending on the nature of the regulatory regime. One of which is you sometimes end up with these de facto rules around things like data privacy, or even to some degree, we're seeing this with influence on content moderation or or different other practices with, with data online, given the global nature of the internet, where, say, the European uh, policies may have a sizable impact on the Americans' experience because some companies choose to have one policy around the world rather than to change it on a country-by-country basis. There's another interesting phenomena that also occurs sometimes, and that is a form of regulatory arbitrage. What this means is that sometimes innovators of these innovative products will seek out regulatory regimes that will more be more friendly and allow for more testing and more experimentation. We've seen this in the past play out with drones, actually where in some cases the U.S. has lost out on drone testing because of our heavily regulatory regime. We've seen this play out on a state-by-state level with things like driverless cars. One of the notable example is when California imposed onerous driverless car regulations, Uber took all their driverless cars, put them on the back of a truck, and moved them to Arizona where there were much more friendly regulations. And we've seen this in a variety of areas where depending on on kind of the phase of the innovation, the nature of the regulations, and whether or not this is something where we're kind of seeing that global connectedness already occur or something on a much smaller scale, that innovators may seek out more friendly uh, regulatory regimes and that benef- that provide more economic benefits. And so we may see these countries with burdensome regulations actually lose out not only on the technology benefits and the innovative benefits, but also on that economic investment. What about the just the general wisdom of this 
with respect to European attempts to regulate AI and make it sort of fit in the box of their data privacy regulations. Uh, there are a lot of problems that AI might cause down the road. And I think you would argue that by virtue of having this heavy-handed regulatory approach, the, the problems that those technologies might present are much harder to solve because of that. What we've seen recently around GDPR really illustrates some of the issues with static regulation. When GDPR was passed, many people weren't anticipating such a rapid growth in generative AI, particularly in kind of the direct-to-consumer way that we're experiencing now with tools like ChatGPT. As a result, this law was really designed for kind of the traditional internet platforms and data uses that we knew in 2018. And what we've seen is even in five years, technology has stepped so far ahead that it's difficult for these new technologies to comply. This isn't just an issue when it comes to AI. We've also seen debates around this with things like blockchain. And technology is evolving faster than particularly static policies can. And this can actually be a huge problem when it comes to innovations that could even improve data privacy or data security. Jennifer Huddleston is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.